0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. Today, I am talking with Mikal Spiegelman about how can Reiki help fill you up when you're feeling burned out. If you are an empath or someone who takes on the energy around them, this will be an important tool for you. I recently earned my Reiki master from Mikal, and I am so excited to share her and her knowledge with you today. You are listening to Creating Wellness from Within, a podcast devoted to empowering you to live your best life by taking accountability for your own personal wellness. Women in particular, we have a tendency to take care of everyone else around them first while putting their own self-care and wellness on the back burner. This podcast is designed to give you actionable advice and tools to help you power up your own wellness journey and live the best life possible. I am your host, Amy Zelmer, and I'm editor-in-chief of the Brain Health Magazine and author of several books. Additionally, I am passionate about yoga, photography, wellness, and all things glittery. You can find out more about me at creatingwellnessfromwithin.com. Today, my guest is Mikal Spiegelman, and she is an intuitive transformation mentor who loves to work with people who are ready for a profound change. Having studied in Israel, Germany, England, and the U.S., Mikal is a certified professional coach, a Reiki master, and a former social worker who brings years of experience working with a variety of modalities such as Reiki, color healing, chakra balancing, guided imagery, and meditation into her teachings and coaching. Mikal is the founder of Beacons of Change and the Thriving Empath Facebook group for women. So welcome to the podcast, Mikal. So thank so you. thrilled to have you.
1: Wow, I am so thrilled to be here, and you know I'm already excited about the name of your podcast. I mean, I wrote it down: creating wellness from within. You know, it is four words, but it's so powerful. And I I I just love it, and I'm I'm so excited to be part of it.
0: Yeah, thank you. You know, it um it just really came to me one night. It's actually going to be the name of my eventual next book. Um, But it just came to me, you know, we need to heal from the inside out, no matter what it is we're going through, whether it's a physical injury, you know, I had a brain injury I was dealing with. It could just be emotional trauma, so many things, but we have to learn how to heal ourselves from the inside out. And it's so, it's just so critical to our well-being.
1: Yes. Yes. Definitely. Yes, in a holistic way. And I think that you are a living example of that, Amy.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. That means a lot. Um, So, Mikael, you are my Reiki master, um, the person that I went through all my levels of Reiki with. And it was, you know, a no-brainer to ask you to be one of my first guests here on the podcast. Um, So maybe let's just start with what is Reiki? Because I know it's a word most of us have probably heard. I get asked all the time how do you pronounce it? Um, <laughs> and so what what is it? How, how do you explain it to people?
1: Right. So if I use your language, the language of your podcast and your next group, I love a book, I love the vision, it's really an invitation for, for, for wellness and an invitation for wholeness. Uh, reiki is simply divine light uh, flowing through us it's just a universal energy just pure universal energy that is out there and when you learn to give reiki to yourself like you did amy and i did many years ago in 1996 then you simply connect with this higher vibration the pure universal energy and you are Allow it to go through you. And what's very cool about Reiki is that it has, it, it is a self-guided uh, and intelligent uh, energy that automatically fills up your cup. So while many of us are um, exhausted or depleted, you know, in, in, in the challenging world around us, and man, many people like really work hard on, on filling up their cup, uh, there is a magic that happens when once you connect Reiki, once you learn how to do it and you connect to Reiki, that it fills up your cup, you, you in a way, you just surrender to it. You know you you place your hands on on your body and you allow the Reiki to gu- guide, guide you and it really um, charges your uh, internal uh, batteries. So it allows you to um, boost your body with the energy that it needs to heal. What, whatever you need, whether it's emotional healing or physical healing or, or spiritual healing or, or if you have like mental blocks, uh, sometimes you just don't have enough energy uh, for your body to, um, to use it's, uh, it's natural healing abilities. That's why you're just boosting your body with the energy that it needs to go back to, to, to balance. Because that's what the, what's so cool about Reiki, that whatever is wrong is going to move into balance yeah. with Reiki. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I think like when you and I uh, met, you know, through the classes and then we had some conversations, I know that you shared with me about your brain injury, I know it's something that you 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 share with everybody, and you're really making a difference, right? And sharing your story, and and then you had some challenges, and you weren't sure, you know, if the Reiki will help you with that. And and one of the things that I said to you at the beginning is, whatever is wrong is going to move into balance for your greatest and highest good. Uh-huh. So when you're ready to heal, whether it's physically or emotionally. The Reiki will be there to support you.
0: Oh yes, and and you know I think you just really hit a recurring theme throughout my podcast guests so far about you know you have to be ready to heal. You have to be willing to take accountability for your healing, um, and take accountability over your emotions or your actions or or your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I also love that you pointed out that Reiki only works for the highest good. It, it can do no harm. There's, there's no harm in trying to do Reiki. Um, it, it's always working for the highest good. And I kind of, you know, a lot of people listening are probably in the yoga and wellness world. And I equate it, a little bit to what we call prana in yoga yeah. um, prana is your breath or your that's life you.
1: force that's flowing for same mm-hmm. thing exactly same thing i think that um it, it really doesn't matter how you call this power um, whether you call it a power greater than yourself chi in the chinese medicine chi you know for uh, yogis call it prana it's this source energy it's this power that is greater than you That um, once you tap into this power, um, it balances your efforts to um, to use your own personal uh, power. Um, And you know, my my brand name is uh, Beacons of Change because I believe that we are all born potentially to be beacons to to serve and to shine our light. And I know that in your community. You know, maybe yogi, maybe yogis and wellness professionals, and they are in in service um, of other people, oh, yeah. and, and you know, and my on, on my website it's, it, it it says uh, for for women living at full power, and full power as I define it is a combination of uh, tapping into your personal power, like being in your power, but also. relying on this power that is greater than yourself that you can call it chi prana reiki universal energy um, and whatever it is it really needs to be a combination otherwise we're just working so hard and just relying on ourselves Mm -hmm. does it make sense
0: yeah yeah it does and you know today we're going to talk a little bit more about how this can help empaths and I myself am an empath. I definitely can pick up on other people's feelings and energies. I'm, I'm very intuitive. Um, even without people saying anything, I can tell by their body language and their energy. Um, and those of us who are empaths, which I would have to guess a lot of people listening are empaths. Um, Those of us, we have to be a little more careful with our own energy. Like, we have to make sure we don't let that other energy drain our energy, right? Because it's really easy. Um, There's, you know, the statistics or something like it's it's like 10 times – negativity is 10 times more contagious than positivity. So if you're around some real negative energy, it can really, like – start draining you. And if there's any energy workers listening or massage therapists too, right? Like you're physically working with a person and their energy field. And so it's important to have a tool such as Reiki to help fill yourself back up or protect yourself before you even go into that environment.
1: Right. You know, we actually have many uh, yoga instructors and massage therapists and nurses in our community and what i hear from them all the time first of all it's really cool how reiki blends in and integrates with any other modality yeah. um, so it's very easy to integrate it and for example um, yoga instructors i hear it all the time that they just uh, connect with this universal energy before they start and then during their um, their class if they're teaching reiki of course also if they're practicing Reiki, when they have um, a difficult moment, moment, or if they see that one of their students, you know, is going through a difficult moment, there is some resistance or when, when the block. I think that the Reiki really provides us with a tangible way to connect quickly with this universal energy, and then make ourselves an instrument for this energy to go through us. And that's that. That's why it's so important because it helps us to. Release the 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 the, release the block and then and then improve the flow and and I'm glad you mentioned empath because I think that many people are sensitive to energy uh, maybe maybe even now more than before sensitive to energy because the, the 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 planet was going through is still going through a massive change and there is so much pain and suffering and And negative energy around us that many people are sensitive. Some people are empaths and some people are what we call HSPs. Um, HSP stands for highly sensitive person. Yes. And the difference between the two groups is uh, that uh, both uh, HSPs and empaths, they feel what other people feel. But the highly sensitive people not necessarily take it on. They feel what other people feel and they're sensitive to noise, to smell, to vibration. But empaths actually absorb the energy, actually um, take it on. And that's why so many people are depleted. And, you know, the, the interesting thing is that we have people that, I, that attend our Reiki classes. They, that they don't even know that they are empaths. Mm-hmm. and they just say i'm overwhelmed or i'm really stressed or i'm 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 exhausted all the time they have no idea that they're empath and the reiki's when they start giving reiki to themselves it makes them more sensitive to energy around and they they actually learn that part of the reason why they're exhausted all the time is because they don't set emotional boundaries and they allow this negativity from around to um, to affect them. Mm,
0: yeah, I, I got chills as you were talking about that. <laughs> yeah, and when I first started your Reiki Level 1 program, um, I... I like knew the general concept of Reiki. Like I knew it was energy, but I didn't fully know what it was. And that first class I was like, oh my gosh, I have been practicing Reiki without even knowing what I was doing. Right. Like I was just kind of intuitively doing it, um, you know, you could say it's a little bit like meditation, a little bit like chakra balancing, you know, it's a little bit of it all, all kind of blend it together. And um, I thought that was really neat that I was kind of already doing it without
1: knowing I was doing it. And I, I hear it often. And I think that many people that Uh, already are working with energy without knowing that, or some are even born gifted, Uh, the Reiki uh, provides them with the structure that they need, because it's very like, um, when I teach Reiki, it's very structured. And, you know, I tell you like, here is how you move your hands through the energy centers, place your hands here, stay for three minutes, move to the next position. So you really have a structure um, to work with your gift and, and then to, To express it but um, Amy one thing I'm here is to ask you if if it's okay for maybe for people that um, are not familiar with Reiki when you uh, when you think about your practice how you practice Reiki now would you mind sharing a little bit about it and maybe then I can share how I practice Reiki what does it mean when we say Mm -hmm. to people I practice Reiki what does it look like what do we do Mm -hmm. What, what does it look for you
0: Yeah, so my personal practice, taking care of myself, um, I always try as I'm waking up in the morning while I'm still in bed, um, I call in the Reiki, and throughout the day, I might come to it, um, you know, if I'm picking up somebody's energy or if I just need a little pick-me-up or if I'm having a bad headache day, um, I'll continue calling it in. Um, And one interesting way I've been using it is when I teach my yoga class when they are in shavasana, um, you know, they're lying there for about 10 minutes in final relaxation pose. And as the instructor, you know, you're just kind of sitting there meditating quietly. So I've started calling in Reiki and sending it to my class. Um, while they're in final relaxation pose because again it's it's only going for their highest good like there's no harm in sending it to someone um and I always try to practice it in the evening I find when I'm lying in bed and i'm I'm going through you know my chakras and and practicing my reiki it I typically fall asleep while I'm doing it um and what a lovely way to fall
1: asleep right um so, yeah. Many people say that they get so relaxed with Reiki that, um, you know, they get almost sleepy. I, I know that for you, that's usually, um, you know, it helps you to relax. I do want to say that because it works in different ways for different people, it always works for the highest good, then for me... When I uh, give myself Reiki at night, just just before going to bed, then I feel like it's relaxing me. But then when I give, my, give myself Reiki in the morning, it's actually really energizing for me. And I also hear from other people that sometimes it's just like a boost of energy. It's like turn on uh, the energy flow and then you feel very energized. And other times it's very like, you know, calming.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, you know, similar to yoga, the like the same poses can be both energizing or relaxing. You know, it's that's what I think is so cool about these practices.
1: Right. And, you know, when you are um, when you are um, more advanced with Reiki after you take the Reiki level two, then you learn the Reiki symbols and mantras that you can actually chant them and visualize them without him, um, him. Um, placing your hands on your body so many times when i practice yoga um, then while i'm 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 in a pause and just pausing i would just call in the reiki by visualizing um, and and chanting the symbols and the mantras and it, it just it just add adds another dimension i think to the um to the centeredness and the groundedness that i feel like when i practice yoga it's like elevating it and adding another layer, which is um, which is the which is the reiki, mm,
0: groundedness. Um, yeah. I'm glad you said that. Like that's, I feel like it's really grounding for me. Um, I always feel very grounded while I'm practicing.
1: Yes, yes. So and I love how you um, you say that you call in the reiki throughout the day. So not only in the morning. I think that ideally, you know what I teach in the classes is that uh, we want to start our day and to end our day with Reiki uh, because Reiki can serve as our reset button. So when I start my day in the morning, when I'm still in bed, I uh, wake up, the first thing that I do is ask the Reiki to flow through me. And then I uh, place my hands on my forehead and I stay just for a few minutes on each each position, moving through all the chakra points in the body, starting from the head and then moving down. Um, and again, I do it when I'm still in bed, and I just love how um, I love the tenderness and the softness and and the self love. Really, that's what it is. It's it's unconditional. Yeah. Yeah. So just starting my day by placing my hands on my Chakras and then allowing Reiki to balance my chakras. What a gift! And then uh, I step out of bed. I, um, you know, I, I, I use the restrooms. I have a drink of water and then I sit in a in a chair in my living room and, and I meditate and give Reiki to myself. So this is a combination of meditation and, and Reiki. And many times in between in my practice in bed and on the chair. I do some intentional movement uh, practice, either yoga or Qigong that I practice. And I also bring Reiki into that. So so that's my formal practice in the morning. And then at night, when I go to bed, I always like fall asleep with Reiki. And I think what's really, really cool is that throughout the day, in so many creative and joyful uh, ways, um the reiki is present and um, just the other day i had a dentist appointment uh, i know that uh, most of the people don't get excited to go to the, de- the dentist I, <laughs> I yes yeah, so i'm i'm not very excited about like what the you know the treatment itself but i'm really looking forward to to sit for an hour and hour and a half on the chair depends of why i see the dentist and just give reiki to myself the whole time and my dentist always um say uh, are you okay you're so calm you're so relaxed you know other people in the situation and, and i remind him and then he said oh yes you do this reiki thing so uh, I, I do it when I'm at the dentist. I do it when I'm like during virtual meeting. My, my hands are on my laps, and then I, 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 on my lap, and I just give Reiki to myself. I do it when I'm when I'm standing in line uh, in the post office, or when I fly. You know, during traveling on the plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also uh, really love to clear spaces with Reiki. So when I travel, hotel rooms, airplanes, or when I'm at home, always to clear uh, the energy in the room and also to clear my. energy. Energy, which is very important for for empath and and th- that all those things you really learn it when you learn reiki how to use reiki to clear and purify yourself and again charge yourself in all the time mm,
0: yeah you know when i um before reiki i always traveled I'm, I'm big into essential oils as well, and I would travel with um, my white Angelica spray because um, that's really great for clearing energy in a room or on yourself or, you know, like you said, traveling in a plane, you got, what, 200 people crammed into a room with you, um, and so I have been complementing my Reiki, like, when I'm very focused on clearing energy. Um, I also spray either myself or the air around me, or when I send Reiki remotely, I usually do it with my chakra stones. um, And I clear the stones, I clean them with my white Angelica spray. Um, So you know, there's so many modalities we can intertwine together to complement
1: each other. Do you ever, um, when you use the spray, the essential oil spray, which I do as well, do you ever charge the spray just before spraying it with Reiki?
0: Yes. I was going to yeah. say no, but yes, I actually do. Because I usually put it right. between my hands. Exactly. And I'm pro- I actually, now that you say it, I wasn't
1: consciously doing it.
0: Consciously doing it. Yes. But I do, I literally put the spray between my hands, just a little spray bottle, and then I spray. So yeah, I actually am doing it unconsciously. And I
1: love to say I don't consciously doing it because that's what happens. Once uh, when you when you first learn Reiki, then it's a new technique. So in the beginning it looks like, you know, a technique you you learn how to move your hands through your energy centers, but then with time and practice it becomes such a second nature that it's just uh, present in the most like informal way. You know, I can just have my cup of water or tea and just hold it for a minute and charge it with Reiki. Um, and then I know that I'm, whatever I'm drinking is, you know, purified and, and cleared and, or I, my crystals, you know, like, like really using Reiki for my crystals, anything when I take a bath, you know, uh, to just uh, fill up my cup at the end of the day when I'm done teaching, Giving reiki to the giving reiki to the water, you know, and giving reiki to myself at the water or a shower reiki is just the best. Yeah. And really, there are so many beautiful ways to just um, you know, I think what it is, Amy, is that um, so many of us we understand the importance of self care and we try to maintain um, self care practices, but the truth is that we need to spice up our practices. Because otherwise, yeah. we just fall into some, I think it's like a, a natural um, a tiredness of doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Like, mundane. Exactly. That word, yeah. Exactly. And with Reiki, because it enhances anything and you can combine it with any other modality, then it just, it just makes it so fun, so much fun.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, as I'm sitting here, I, you guys can't see it, but I've got my crystals everywhere. You know, I've got some palm stones sitting here and it's like when I'm working, I notice myself, I just like pick up a crystal and put it in my hand and kind of play with it. And like, mm-hmm. without even thinking, I'm exactly. doing it. And mm-hmm. same with Reiki, I find myself just like thinking, you know, about sending myself energy and it, you know, I feel like it's something once you start doing it, <clears throat> excuse me, um, once you start practicing Reiki, um, in the beginning, it seems, I don't want to say complicated, but kind of like you go through the different routines and the different chakras and you spend 10 to 30 minutes doing it, but that doesn't have to to be how it is all the time. And like, I can literally, like if I'm reading on Facebook that somebody's, you know, beloved dog died, I just, in that moment, sound right.
1: Exactly, exactly. You know, I um, just before we started this interview, I hosted a Facebook Live for our um, Reiki Facebook group. We have a big community. We have more than 2000 people that have gone through our training. So um, during this Facebook um, Live, then one of the things that I said is that even though we teach you all the routines and techniques and everything, you don't have to do Reiki by the book. Just remember, it is simply divine love flowing through us. It's energy. It's universal energy. It's out there. There is no right or wrong way to do it. You do have to go through a class, and the reason is that uh, you know the divine love and light is available for anybody to connect to, to connect with. But the Reiki is a, a little bit higher in the vibration. And when you go through a Reiki class, you go through uh, when you attend the Reiki class, you go through something that we call an attunement ritual, Mm -hmm. which is actually a process of initiation. I know that I initiated you, um, Amy, and now you can initiate other people. It's just a process. It's a very sacred process where um, a reiki master can take somebody else through to raise their vibration, so they can vibrate to a higher um, level. So once you go through that human ritual, it's yours for the rest of your lives, and then you can um, tap into the reiki more uh, in many many creative and joyful ways. But uh, I do want to say that um, one one of the uniqueness about reiki is that you have. To take a class and go through or um, go through um, the initiation um, a process, the attunement, yeah. Attunement.
0: And yes. you know, I like how you said it's like a sacred um, attunement. the The attunement is sacred, and um, you know, you talked in class two about the, the the traditions. Is that the right word I'm using? Um, the tradition of the type of reiki, you know, depending on who the master, um, right that has the, the bloodline, so to speak,
1: that you've had right. the lineage. Yeah. The
0: lineage, the lineage. Um, exactly. the lineage of whoever was the top person that, that, you know, has trained right. everyone down below them. And I, you know, I just thought that was so fascinating, this beautiful tradition yeah. that we've held sacred and, you know, different, Teachers might teach slightly different forms of Reiki, and it's all the same. It's all the divine love and energy, but just uh, the lineage that it came from. I I just think right. that's so cool too.
1: Right, because every time you practice Reiki in any way, whether it's for yourself or for other people, you are supported by millions of people all over the world that practice Reiki. That all of them are connected to each other through this lineage, because it all started from, you know, one person, like Grandmaster Usui, uh, Mikao Usui in Japan, and then he taught another person and then another person, and then uh, the, the lineage was created. And we are all connected mm-hmm. uh, through this divine um, love and light uh, connection, and it's very cool to feel. It's actually a privilege. I think yeah. it's a privilege to feel part of something bigger that, um it's just a spiritual blessing.
0: Agreed. Yeah, I love that. And um, you hosted I can't remember if you called it a retreat or a workshop. Um, but there was I think there was like 33 of us on this on the zoom call. And we all practice Reiki together. And you know, the power and I'm sure a lot of people listening are going to kind of understand this because it's the same with meditation. Or when I, I was at Red Rocks um, in Colorado for yoga, and there was 2000 of us Doing yoga together, but we all omed at the end. Two thousand people doing om, um, but you know you, we had thirty three people practicing reiki at the same time, and just how much more powerful that is than even if those thirty three people were all at home individually doing it. It's that collective power of doing it together.
1: Yeah, and you know during the pandemic we uh, we met almost weekly uh, uh, just sending reiki to the world, and it was. Again, such a privilege, and what a beautiful sacred space to just gather together and connect to the light, and 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 offer a vibration of kindness and compassion to to the world. That that's really what what it was. So, it is a privilege, and I do want to just thank you for um, for being part of the you know the Beacons community and sharing your light. I know you're doing it. In so many different ways, through the yoga, and the magazines, and you know, the, your podcast, and your uh, brain injury community, so many ways that you're sharing it, and um, and uh, it, it's, it's really just an honor um, to to meet you and to I think we have the same mission, and yeah. you know, we're we're just uh, connected on this mission. mission and, yeah
0: i wanted to share one more story too like when so it was during the pandemic i think it was maybe september october um in 2020 um i was just scrolling through facebook and you know those targeted ads are really good and it was for reiki level one and i was like oh, that sounds really interesting and i clicked through and i don't know i think it was three four hundred dollars and i paid it and signed up that is not like me i didn't even look up who you were i knew nothing about wow about you I knew nothing about what I was taking and after I, you know I paid it I was like oh, maybe I should check this person out. And then I went through all of your website and some of your videos. And I was like, oh, I really like her. And then mm-hmm. that first day with you, I was just so connected with you. And I, I really believe it was, you know, the Reiki just brought us together. Like it knew what it was doing. And so yeah.
1: I yeah. think that's a cool story. <laughs> yeah. I think it was divinely orchestrated for us to meet yeah. me and the universe just knew that.
0: <laughs> so Mikel, thank you so very much for being here today and thank you for all that you do just for the world um i know you said in our in our um final master class you know if every reiki master attunes even just one person in their lifetime that this world will be a better place and that i thought that was a really powerful statement so Thank you for all you do. And anyone listening, if they want to find out more about you, your website is beaconsofchange.com. And um, tell us a little bit more about your offerings, what you offer as far as your teaching.
1: So uh, I teach Reiki virtually and you're welcome to join my classes. The information is on the website. I also uh, mentor privately. I mentor women privately. I am uh, a social worker in my background and I use my skills combined with the uh, energy work um, to really help women work through their resistance and through fear um, and then uh, find their voice and then leave their purpose. So I love uh, doing all the mentoring word, uh, work. I blog weekly um, and I give a lot of Heart and soul into my blogging. So that's also on my website. I just hosted. Saw... Hosted a meditation retreat. Um, Again, a virtual day on Sunday. Meditation was wonderful. And I do it um, uh, quarterly. It's also on the website. And I also have I have two uh, private Facebook groups, one for Reiki practitioners. You're always welcome to join the group. And then one for empath. And this the the, the one for Reiki is also for men, but the one from uh, for empath is only for women. It's called the Thriving Empath. A Facebook group for um, for women, and if you uh, if you have any questions, uh, and once you um, review the website, you're welcome to send us an email to info at beaconsofchange.com. and we will be happy to um, share more with you.
0: Wonderful, and you and your staff are so incredible. So, thank you so much for being here, Mikal. And again, her website is in the show notes, so you can go click through that if you are interested. And thank you all for listening today. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Amy Zelmer, And also consider leaving a five-star review of this podcast wherever you're listening to help others who are also on their own wellness journey, help them discover this podcast. Thanks for listening and have a great day, everyone.